Sometimes a good strong move was the Olympic coach there, and uh, the United States finished third. Right on the foul. His second foul and the first on the Pacers in the fourth. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Oh, uh-oh. Chicago is speaking the voices there of Chicago fans at the Bulls game last night, chanting, fire Nagy. Well, they might get their wish. Let's talk through some of these Thanksgiving games. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. We'll talk NFL Week 12, the Sunday slate, coming up in a few minutes. But let's dive deeper into the games that are just two days away now for Thursday for Thanksgiving. Three games, of course, with the Lions and Bears open it up. Yuck. Then we get the Cowboys and the Raiders. Should be an interesting game. I like Dallas. And then the night game, very big game between the Bills and the Saints. But, Aaron, things are getting interesting in Chicago. So the Bears have never fired a coach in the season, ever. Now there's reports. Yesterday, Jordan Schultz, I believe of ESPN, reported that – uh, Nagy's lost the locker room. They're done with him. They want him out. And then just this morning, uh, a reporter based, I believe, out of Chicago who writes for Patch, um, he did have a report that Nagy has been informed that he will be coaching his last game on Thursday and that his uh, his termination is imminent, which is weird because I I mean, I could be wrong, but I can't think of many coaches that have been told they're fired and then go out to, get, go, out to go coach, coach another game. Right. I and know it's a short the week, week of but... Thanksgiving, I'd be like, you know what? Let's just let's just end this now. Goodbye. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't that's so awkward. Okay, you lost the locker room, you're gonna get fired, but can you stick around and coach the on Thanksgiving? That's just weird. Totally. Uh and you could just do it Friday, right? There's a long week. This is you know, usually teams do it on a bye week or ten yeah, days, right? String, Extra... string Maggie along. Like don't this is odd. Maybe that's not true. Something doesn't add up to me about that. Yeah, here's where this is going. It's trending in the wrong direction for Matt Nagy, whether it be on Friday, whether it be today, whether it be the end of the season. It looks like he's a dead coach walking, which I know will make a lot of our show here very happy, our, our, our contingent that is in the Chicago area. But for this game on Thursday, this has to factor in. I mean, they're, they're, you know, distractions, players said they could block it out. I mean, there's a lot of noise right now that their coach is getting fired. They just lost the game at home to a backup quarterback. Now they're going to probably play another backup quarterback in Tim Boyle. I saw our guy Joe O last night tweet, how are the Bears three-and-a-half-point favorites on Thursday afternoon on Thanksgiving? Well, to answer his question, they shouldn't be three-and-a-half-point favorites. There's no way in the world I would lay three-and-a-half points with the Bears right now. No chance in the world. And by the way, FanDuel sees this as as the best chance for the Lions win – and a pretty decent chance. So I've been tracking this all year, uh, Aaron. FanDuel put up a prop every week. When are the Lions going to win their first game? And they give you odds every week on the whole schedule. So, like, you could bet this week. You could bet the game three weeks from now. Like, when's their first win coming? So they have the odds on the money line for the Lions this week almost the exact same as the as the odds for them to win their first game against the Bears. They're basically saying this is their week. It's plus 152 on the money line. But it's plus 155 on the Bears' first win, excuse me, the Lions' first win to come against the Bears. So FanDuel is saying, if there's a week, this is the week. This is it. It's ending Matt Nagy's coaching And you called career. it like in week, what, three? Or when was that that you you mentioned it? Was well, I think because week. we had we had so much fun at Dan Campbell's expense that I just thought it was like it would like be poetic if he beat the Eagles or the Bears, right? It was going to be one of those teams. It yeah. didn't work the against Eagles the Eagles. The Eagles are actually good. 
<laughs> They've turned pretty good. Yeah, they were a month ago. <laughs> but now the Bears are not good. Aaron, I, I have to take the Lions plus three and a half. And we'll talk more through the game tomorrow and if there is some line movement here. But the total in the game is 41 and a half. Lions plus three and a half. All right. So I don't know how much you put into the, like these silly trends. Sometimes they're cool and sometimes it's like, eh, is it really relevant? But Detroit and Dallas, you know, the mainstays on Thanksgiving. They're six and ten against the spread since 2005. Now the Lions are are four and zero ATS, but that's when they're Thanksgiving favorites. When they're underdogs, they're just two and ten ATS. So, I mean, I guess the point here is, you would think, oh yeah, Dallas and Detroit—they always play on Thanksgiving. They're going to get up for this game, but the history is showing us that apparently they don't. <laughs> yeah, well, they've also been horrendous. So even if they're up for the game, they're just so bad and every that's year. that's the thing. It's like, do we really want to throw, I mean, put too much into these trends or just throw them out the window, you know? So we had we had Jim Sanas on with us uh, from Number Fire and Fandle earlier in the show, and he mentioned that he didn't think there might be that much of a drop-off between Jared Goff and Tim Boyle, but there was. Like, Tim Boyle's bad. Right? He's, a, he's a bad quarterback. He probably doesn't belong in the NFL. So I saw yesterday Goff did have some practice reps, and he's not closing the door on being able to play on Thursday. I never thought I'd say it like this. If Jared Goff plays, I'm locking in the Lions' money line. The Lions are going to beat the Bears if Goff plays in this game. I know Goff's not very good, but he's a competent NFL. You know, he's, he's been in the NFL as a starter for a while. He's a guy that at least can complete some passes and move the football a little bit. The Bears, I, I don't think the Lions are better than them, like player for player. They're not. But this Bears thing is a mess right now. I mean, we ready to, we had a ready at Jake Hassan yesterday take the uh, Lions money line in this game. Paul, where are you at? You're uh, you kind of in the the bee the bees nest over there in, in uh, the Hornets nest in Chicago. Yeah, I will say uh that reporter is he's like doing the rounds on the score. He's not like just throwing it out there and running away from it. Like okay. he's, he said he's got a pretty good source on it. So, I wonder like if if Negi has lost the locker room isn't this almost like a breakup where you're like, oh, man, it's ending. We're like, you feel a little bit of that, like the tension is leaving and they go out and just play with their hair on fire as much as the Bears can. I mean, uh, I don't know. That, that is my only kind of counterpoint. I don't feel that yeah. strongly about it. Uh, I do think it's going to be a running back game. The Lions and the Bears are both bottom third of the league in rush defense DVOA. So I think DeAndre Swift could have a big game. They did go to Dave Montgomery. A lot the Bears did against the Lions the first time around, I believe. Um, so I think a lot of big game on the ground. We talked about that total yesterday going under the 41 and a half. Um, I hear you. Like, I, I think a lot of things do point to Lions. It, the, the Nagy thing is a kind of a total question mark. I, I'll say this much. I'm not laying three and a half with the Bears. No way. There's no way. I mean, they just lost at home to Huntley. Like, they just lost. And I know the Ravens have a good team around them and a good coach. How about this prop? So that you could find some weekly specials on FanDuel. And they have like Thanksgiving Day specials with a whole bunch of props. They're just begging me to take this. So you could there's a prop, and they do this for the Sunday slate as well. We don't usually talk through that, but with only three games, it could be fun to talk through the Thanksgiving slate. They have a prop for the lowest scoring game, total points in the game. Bears Lions is at plus money. It's plus one twenty. Are, are we are we looking at a world where the other games could have less points? I know Simeon's playing against a good defense, so that that's. You know, that you gotta consider that on, on the night game. But I have Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, 
Josh Allen playing in the other games. In this game, I have Andy Dalton and a banged-up Jared Goff or Tim Boyle. And this is just for the Thursday slate? Just for the Thursday slate. Plus 120 on the Bears-Lions to have the lowest-scoring game of Thanksgiving. And, I mean, the other totals are 46.5 and 50.5, and and so you get plus 120 for five points, basically. I mean, that's... Yeah, I got to take that. <laughs> Aaron, you five. want a way to, uh, to make some of your money back? I mean, that might be it. I mean, I don't hate it. I saw all those. Those are um, pretty cool on FanDuel, those Thanksgiving um, bets. Are we going through those? Are we doing those tomorrow? I wasn't sure. You have any lined up? I will just mention Montgomery did go for 23-106 in the last game against the Lions. So, uh, and that game, before Aaron throws any out, that game was, if I remember, I was in the play mostly in the teens that game. What was the score of that game? The Lions-Bears in September. So that was 26. 20- so 24-14. Yep. 24-14. So, yeah. And so are we talking about most rushing time, so. yards for Thanksgiving? Sure. Because David Montgomery plus 350. I like that more than I like Zeke at plus 350 for it. So those are your favorites. Um, yep. He's yeah. Up. DeAndre Swift plus 450. Mark Ingram plus 450. Josh Jacobs plus 500. Josh Allen plus 1,000. Is Tony Pollard on there? I unless you hit show more, I didn't see it. Yeah, fourteen to one. Just be something to watch if uh, if Zeke, if any more news comes out on Zeke. Yeah, I mean they handled all the. No, I don't either. Swift is interesting because they just pound it with Swift. Yeah, Swift gets a lot of carries, and you know I don't think the turnaround's going to bother him much. All right, so we're all in on the either stay away or the Lions plus the three and a half and. I'm going to take it right now, plus 120 on that being the lowest scoring uh, game of Thanksgiving. All right, let's go to the uh, Cowboys and the Raiders here. It's now moved to seven and a half on FanDuel Sportsbook. Seven and a half, the Cowboys are now favored by. That's a big number. That that hook makes it even bigger there. Seven and a half, total on the game, 50 and a half. The under still feels like the right play. That Raiders offense has really gone the tank the last couple weeks. Cowboys defense, is, even though they lost last week, they held down Mahomes, who was coming off of a five-touchdown game against the Raiders. Micah Parsons, I was so impressed watching that game on Sunday, the pressure he was getting. I think he'll get pressure on Derek Carr. That's a disaster I'm probably, for Derek yeah. Carr. I, I'm going to stay away from the side on this, but I, I like the total, 50-and-a-half. Tease the Cowboys down, Aaron, 50-and-a-half. I'd take the under. I think that's a play. Yeah, I like that. So listen to this, though. Highest-scoring team... Week 12, Thanksgiving Day only. This is on FanDuel. Dallas Cowboys plus 250? I mean, who else is putting up more points? If you think the Bills, that's plus 400. I don't see the Raiders, the Bears, the Saints, or the Lions putting up more points than the Cowboys or Bills. But it's all plus money. That's a good one. The Dallas is the right play there. Um, The Bills have the potential. That's amazing. Bills have potential, but the question is, are they gonna, are they gonna do it? Right? They've been up and down. The only worry I would say, Aaron, with the Bills, is if the Saints' offense scores points for them the way the Eagles got to forty on on Sunday because they returned mm-hmm. an interception for a touchdown. They had turnovers. Um, like the Eagles' offense didn't put up forty points. The Saints' offense helped them get to forty points. They were more like upper twenties. They would have got on their own. So that's the only thing I would say. Do you get worried Trevor Simeon's going to hand the ball over? I might just do this Cowboys to have be the highest scoring team. Do we like it? I like it. Like yeah, that. I, I mean, I, that's that's I think the right play on it. I'm just 
throw on the other side. And how about the game there? That that game I on. I feel like on... I make worse best bets than that. Bet plus two fifty. Why not? <laughs> this is like your Rudy Gobert of Thanksgiving. Just gonna hammer it. <laughs> yeah. Gonna get that money. I'm back in the green. <laughs> so I've noticed the Bills Saints line has been jumping around four and a half back to four now. Buffalo is the favorite. I don't think we're gonna go lower than this. This feels like we're gonna have uh, forty six and a half on the total. Who's more desperate in this game? We talked through that last week. Like I said, these desperate spots. The Saints have lost three in a row now. But do we think the Saints are good? Like Trevor Simeon. Like, like that's my thing. I just think there's like, yeah, they're desperate. But like, if that team gets into the playoffs, that's just an indictment on the entire NFC. Like, uh, Sean Payton, great coach. They got a lot. Like, their O line, when healthy, very good. If, if yep. they're not healthy, you know, that's a problem. Kamara, obviously, is great. Ingram's a nice little, like, plug-and-play guy. I just think these are two – and I, I've I've gone back and forth to this game. I fully admit that. I was like, all right, yeah, I think it's a Bills bounce-back spot. And then I was like, ah, maybe the Saints have a formula against the Bills. So it's a no-play for me on the side. Um, I just think, as far as desperation goes, like, I think the, the Bills – the Bills should be a playoff team. I don't know that the Saints are. I just well, yeah, before I the season, I hated the Saints. I didn't think they were any good at all. I thought this was just like one of those years they're going to go win seven or eight games and we'll forget about them. But then they got off such a great start. It was like we had to respect what they did. This is more what I thought they'd be. It just happens to be Simeon now, not Jameis. They're in trouble, though. Like they're, they're, I don't think they're making the playoffs. Minnesota, San Francisco, the Eagles, I think all are better teams right now. And the, the Bills have some ugly losses to the Jags. The Colts, they've lost three of their last five. Um, Josh Allen's had six interceptions during that stretch. That's, ugh, I don't know. I don't know what I think about this Bills team, but I'm I'm starting to fade them. But this should, I think this should be the best game of the day. The matchup. Well, it better be because the first one we're ruling out. <laughs> yeah. We're not thinking much of the Raiders. Cage movie. Should we just rank Nick Cage movies instead? Well, so National Treasure one, National Treasure two needs to be near the top of the list. I watch those anytime. The Rock, Any other? one in sixty seconds. Those are both yeah. in there. Face, face off, off for sure. Yeah, I mean, Face Off might be. Is Face Off a clear one? I would put The Rock at number one. Actually, Aaron, your favorite Nick Cage movie? I don't have one. Oh, <laughs> I mean, wait, Con Air. Con, oh. Yeah, Con Air. Oh my gosh, Con Air. Um, This one's interesting too. Total points on Thanksgiving Day. Um, The total is 140 and a half. If we think the Bears game is going to be what it is, and if we think the Cowboys game is going under, probably an under? Yeah. I think if you add the three totals, we're probably around 130 something. And that's without anything going under or significantly over, just kind of around it. Yeah, I would I would lean towards the under on the day because the Bill yeah. Saints could be defensive. The first game should be a rock fight. Yeah. I mean, listen, at, at 1 p.m. Eastern, am I turning on Con Air instead of the football game? I might. I mean, I might have to do that. Or the, or the small TV gets the football game. And I'm going to put Con Air or National Treasure on. Yeah. Which team will be the lowest scoring? Lions is plus 200, Saints plus 400, Bears plus 450, Raiders plus 500, Bills plus 600, Cowboys plus 700. Bears is my is my take on that. Joe I G. Aaron Hawksworth. 
BetQL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.